And here we go, everyone, with another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. Good morning, everybody. I'm Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls, and my usual co-host has the week off. That's Dr. Brian Cole. So sitting in as one of his partners from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is the shoulder, elbow, surgeon, sports medicine specialist, Dr. Greg Nicholson, one of the team physician for the Chicago Bulls and Chicago White Sox. Dr. Greg, thanks so much for uh, helping us out again this week. Well, thanks for having me. Good morning, Steve. Our producer is Shane Reardon. Coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. Our first topic, Doc, is going to be hamstring injuries. Tell me right off the bat here, no pun intended, because we're going to ask if it's baseball or basketball, Bulls or Sox. You don't have to name names, but what's the worst hamstring injury you've ever seen? Uh, there's probably two of them. One where uh, a player uh, tore the the hamstring origin right off the bone, and, uh, if, you, and if you what think, sport? Uh, baseball. Okay. And if you think about what you're sitting on right now, that that's called the ischium, and your hamstring attaches there. So that that where's the ischium? Uh, it's on Knee? your it's on your pelvis. Pelvis. And so that's the start of your hamstring. And then, and I'm sure John will tell us too. Here, I've had another one where you know. Almost within minutes, there's a lot of uh, bruising on the back, and you could almost put your hand and feel the defect within the center aspect of the muscle. So hamstrings, as we'll uh, talk about here in just a minute, are uh, a very long and lean muscle group on the back of your thigh. So uh, those injuries can occur in a, in a variety of fashions. They're tendons of the muscles, is that right? Yeah, the tendon origin is very short and uh, robust off the ischium, off your pelvis, and then there's kind of a medial hamstring and a lateral hamstring, and they come down uh, on the back side of your thigh and then come all the way down actually behind your knee and uh, attached to your tibia. And they are a powerful flexor or bender of the elbow. But I think where the injuries occur is more where you're elongating when you're striding out. Those, those muscle tendon units have to stretch and then contract quickly, especially in a powerful athlete when you're accelerating. So... Um, there are a variety of areas along that that mechanism, if you will, that can get injured. So you said one with a baseball player. Was he running the first or running the outfield? He was running in the outfield. Okay. And what's the second one you said? What's worse? Uh, he was one? running to first and okay. went and looked like a sniper had, had knocked him down. I mean, you what know, happens? Is it just is uh, it tightened up? Is it like a rubber band that snaps? It snaps and and your stride length just stops and you go down. The the other way you see that sometimes an Achilles tendon rupture. Yeah. Uh, but when you have a really bad hamstring, and we've seen it in track and field too, like in the Olympics where the guy is is pounding down the straightaway and suddenly he just grabs the back of his thigh and he can barely stay up and down he goes. So it can be a very devastating injury. Well, let's bring on one of our experts uh, along with Dr. Nicholson talking about hamstring injuries from Athletico. They do an outstanding job. This is John Sauer. John, uh, you're from uh, the Chicago area one of the uh, physical therapists and endurance program co-managers. Uh, tell us uh, your thoughts about uh, injuries, and maybe my first question is going to be, what's the best exercise for the prevention of a hamstring injury? So like Dr. Nicholson said, they're, they're a pretty rough injury to go through. Um, so the more patients can work on preventing it or athletes can work on preventing it, the better off they, they tend to be. And, uh, again, as, as he had mentioned, a lot of it tends to be associated with um, kind of longer, more powerful strides where that muscle is, is lengthening under quite a bit of tension and the athlete needs to be able to control that. So most of the exercises we, we focus on from the preventative medicine side of things uh, include that gradual lengthening. So one that, that probably has the most evidence behind it um, would be what we call the Nordic curl, which uh, basically the athlete's going to be kneeling down, someone will be anchoring their heels behind them, 
and they're just going to slowly lower themselves down all the way to the ground. This is a pretty challenging one. Um, so another one that I'll start patients on, especially my, my runners, um, I'll have them do what we call a single leg deadlift where they'll be standing on one foot, uh, they'll hinge or bend forward at the hip, reach towards their, their toes on their stance leg, um, again, slowly controlling that motion and then coming back up to standing from there. Our guest, John Sauer from Athletico, talking about hamstring injuries. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Greg Nicholson sitting this week for Dr. Brian Cole. It's Sports Medicine Weekly here on 670 The Score. So we always hear you should stretch your hamstrings, John, uh, before or after running. Uh, how much do we need to do and how how we best way to do it? So this is a question we at Athletico get a lot from uh, from our athletes, particularly, again, the, the runners, um, just because this approach has shifted a little bit over time. Uh, before running, I generally recommend about maybe like five or ten minutes of jogging and some just light dynamic stretching just to increase some local blood flow and warm up the tissue. Uh, so you can work a variety of exercises in here, anything from, you know, side-to-side shuffles, some high knees, uh, butt kicks, uh, that single-leg deadlift exercise I mentioned earlier. Um, really any smooth pulse movement before exercise is, is helpful. Um, some of the static stretching that used to be um, a little bit more in vogue in the past is uh, if you're looking to increase your overall range of motion, it's not a bad thing to do. Um, but that I tell people reserve more for after after your runs, um, which you can do some dynamic stretching as well after. But keeping it light, easy, and a little bit more dynamic pre-activity is, is the way to go. Yeah, because, John, I mean, I'm going to age myself here, but I – Come on, we used to just bend over, touch your toes till it got tight, or you remember the one where you'd cross the foot in front of the other and bend over, and that would be your hamstring stretch. Is that the old one, or is oh, yeah. that the new? We still Those doing that. Those are both old, right? <laughs> so you're, you're talking a little bit more about a ballistic stretch, right? You're talking about getting us warmed up uh, mm-hmm. and then stretching after. Or, or am, am I hearing you right on that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the first one you said, I my hamstring started hurting just as you were telling me to like drop down and touch my touch my rear end of my heel. So that, that hurt me right there. But uh, um, I think, I think Steve's right here, right? Cause what are we coming into? We're coming into the Chicago marathon training season, you know, uh, oh, yeah. and, and now we're coming into high school football. So we're going to see those explosive athletes. Um, so more of a ballistic stretch is what you're telling us. Yeah. And, and certainly on the, the kind of eccentric strengthening exercises, maybe we want to save those more for training days versus immediately pre-activity because it yeah, may be a little little intense to start out with. All right. So, guys, when do we know that um, we have a hamstring injury? I mean, I guess there's – I've heard grade one is a minor strain to a major rupture, which would be a grade three tear. So, Dr. Greg, you start here. And, um, you know, the different levels of this, and when do we know it? I mean, you just going to feel it right away? Does it ever get sore? Is it – and then when can it fully rupture pretty easily? Uh, the uh, – with the, with the advent of advanced imaging, the MRI in a professional athlete, we want to know what that injury is. Uh, and you can see the strain signal within the musculature and, and really localize, is it more proximal or up near the rear end? Is it more central? Or distal hamstring behind the knee is very, very rare. Um, but a grade one would just be some strain within the musculature. A grade two, you have some fiber failure. And a little bit more bleeding. In grade three, you've got you've got muscle tear. Uh, and as we talk about, and you will see in the NFL, you know, he's got a hamstring injury. He's going to be out three to four weeks. That's a strain. Okay. If they're talking six to eight weeks, 
they tore that, and they're going to have a big bruise or blood on the back of their thigh, and they're going to have some a defect in there, and the MRI can really help you. The proximal injury that comes off the ischium that we talked about earlier off the pelvis, that's probably a surgical uh, uh, discussion because you're putting the tendon back to the bone. You can't, you can't operate on a mid-substance muscle injury because you're just kind of sewing hamburger to hamburger. You've got to have that... Uh, that muscle heal, and John can talk to us about, it, it sounds counterproductive, but you've got a hamstring injury, but you have to keep that muscle supple and stretched out, even in the face of injury, right, John? Yeah, and, and the hamstring has a uh, reputation for scarring down pretty aggressively, so you want to promote a little bit of early pain-free movement, um, but yeah, especially with uh, with more severe ones, those are those are the ones that you know, we, we can kind of try to get them moving a little bit, but, but generally there's quite a bit of pain even just with with short strides and, and walking. So, I mean, these are the athletes that, that end up on crutches and, and usually make a, a quick trip to the orthopedic if they're, uh, if they're coming into our, our clinic for one of our screens. Again, our guest, John Sauer with uh, Athletico. I'm Steve Cash with Dr. Greg Nicholson. It is Sports Medicine Weekly. So, all right, question for both of you gentlemen. My hamstrings are pretty sore after runs. Should I use heat or ice? Dr. Greg, first. That's a trick question. <laughs> uh, you know, we tell people that if you want to bring blood flow to an area, uh, heat is probably your best bet. Ice for inflammation, and that's going to help you on a joint uh, or a ligament. Uh, after muscle activity, you want to get that lactic acid out of there. So maybe a massage or some heat is, is probably a better option. Uh, what the old-time trainers called contrast, we still use today, and that's heat alternating with ice. But I think after a um, – and, you know, we're so used to seeing the guys with the ice packs on their knees and things like that. In an acute injury, you'd use ice. But if it's more after a, a sore after run – I think that that's probably an area where you're, you're probably going to use some heat. And uh, as John said, we've got to stretch that area out after that activity in, in the proper fashion. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong, John. No, no, that's actually right where I'd go. Again, I'd say, you know, if you're going to consider ice, generally better over, over joints for irritation or inflammation um, or a little bit of management of acute pain. But, but like you said, we want to get that tissue moving comfortably and heat generally tends to, to bring a little bit more blood flow to the area and, and loosen things up effectively great stuff hey john thanks so much uh way to kick off the show right here hamstring injury facts uh seems like it happens to everybody so especially those runners and as you said uh we started out with baseball and it can happen in basketball any sport john well, sauer and nfl training camp yeah, is opening right. so we'll be seeing a lot yeah. of them like you said high school football as well all right john appreciate you joining us here on sports medicine weekly Absolutely. Enjoy your weekend. Athletico.com is their website. And still to come on the program, we're going to do the Ask the Doctor segment. We're going to have Dr. Nicholson answer some of your questions. And then we've got Karen Malkin coming up, our certified integrative health and eating psychology coach. Talk a little about the ketogenic diet. So stay with us at Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Back with more after this on 670 The Score.